Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the StayMarriedFlorida.com podcast series. My name is Christopher Bruce. I'm a divorce and family law attorney here in North Palm Beach, and I have a pleasure, have the pleasure of being joined today by Dr. Laura Zipris. Dr. Laura is a licensed psychotherapist who has a private practice in Delray Beach, and today we're going to discuss, uh, I think, a very important topic, and that's what should you do, um, deciding what to do when your relationship needs improvement. Uh, so without further ado, uh, Dr. Laura, uh, thank you for joining us today, and maybe just uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and uh, give a little bit of a background about what you do with your practice. Sure. Thank you for having me. Um, I am in Delaware Beach. I do have a private practice, and I work with individuals and couples and families, with my primary focus being couples. Um, I've been certified in cognitive behavioral therapy, Imago Relationship Therapy, and I've done a lot of training in mindfulness, psychodrama, and EMDR. And I'm originally from New York City, where I was trained and then licensed as a psychologist. And prior to moving to Florida, I spent over a decade working as a school psychologist on Long Island, and I also worked in private practice in Manhattan. And so my work at that time was focused primarily on children and their parents and families. And my interest in helping couples really stemmed from this early work. After I repeatedly saw how children were struggling, so when they lived with parents who were unhappy in their couplehood or in conflict, and so I began to believe that if I could help one couple shift their relational space, you know, the ripple effect on generations could be exponential. So that kind of got me excited and passionate. So when I moved to Florida, I decided to pursue further therapeutic training and relationship work. And after exploring a number of different modalities, I decided to get my certification in model couples therapy. So I'm now an advanced model clinician as well. Okay, well that's quite the background and I think you're you probably have the, the perfect background to kind of address something that I think a lot of people listening to this are probably wondering about and that's, you know, if, if they're sitting uh, down and they're thinking about their relationship and thinking that it definitely needs to get better or change one way or the other, and what should they do? And sometimes these people um, come to see me in my family law practice, and they, they learn all the legalities of, of what happens if they end up in a divorce. But what I usually try to tell them, if, if they haven't done it yet, is uh, to probably sit down and see if they can improve their relationship. So I, I guess a lot of people would probably want to hear your view as a psychotherapist. Um, what are the options for people who realize that they're unhappy in their relationship and you know, how they move forward in the, in the future based on that? Yeah, so, I mean, you're talking about something that happens all too frequently. Yeah. That couples are extremely unhappy, and you're in that place. They have so many questions running through their minds, you know. Do I leave the relationship? Do I stay in the marriage for the kids, even though I'm miserable? Do I get a divorce? Do I work on the marriage and therapy? You know, is there anything to still salvage? Am I in love? All of these questions, um, they're daunting, you know, and it's such a difficult place to be. And further complicating it is the idea that both individuals within the couplehood may not necessarily have the same answers to those questions or feel the same way. So definitely the first step is kind of trying to figure out which way you want to go. Um, and I encourage couples in that space to really slow it down for a moment because so many times people make impulsive or emotional 
decisions that might not be what they truly want once they've taken the time to process everything. So to me, the first step is really having some way for these couples to process where they are and to help them answer simple questions. I mean, is there trying to assess that? What, what's, in at least in your your professional viewpoint, what's the best way to to do this? So this is where something called discernment counseling um, comes in, and this is um, something I do. And it's a very short term counseling process. You know, it's usually anywhere from about one to five sessions. And the goal here is just to help people gain better clarity and confidence in decision making about divorce. So it's a process in which I help the couple gain some perspective. And what I mean by that is to kind of help them understand the complex story of their relationship. You know, like take a 360 look at what happened to bring them where they are now and what each of their contributions are. And so to be really clear, this is not couple therapy. At this stage of the game, it is discernment. You know, we're not trying to solve the problems of the relationship at this stage. We're just trying to help the couple identify the problems and then focus on three possible paths. You know, path one, to stay married and in the status quo. So basically, do nothing but continue on. Okay. Which often, for many couples, is not um, not a path they want to choose because they're so unhappy. It's not working for them. Path two is to get divorced and hopefully work collaboratively, excuse me, with know, mediators or attorneys such as yourself to complete their marriage with dignity and mutual respect and understanding. You know, so there is a way to do that consciously <laughs> and collaboratively. So that would be, if a couple would choose in that path, then I would kind of begin to direct them to the appropriate resources to really do that as, as collaboratively as they can. And then the third path, would be to um, enter into an all-out effort to save the marriage. And so that basically looks like a a commitment of about, let's say, six months of just a reconciliation period where the couple can begin therapy and tap other um, resources um, such as, you know, the church or the synagogue or some faith-based support that that might be helpful. Um, and, And in that process, they take divorce off the table. So it's not necessarily that they're committing to one another for life again, but for six months with an all-out effort. And I tell couples typically that, you know, you'll know by the end of that time what the trajectory is of your relationship. So at least at that point, when you're making a final decision, it is with clarity. So what what you're kind of saying is, uh, for some of these people that are unhappy, maybe one of the, the best way to approach figuring out what to do is to go through um, what's called the discernment counseling approach or discernment counseling um, theory and try to figure out okay how do we get to where we're at and exactly how do we want to move forward so they'd be going to somebody like you not for purposes of making it better but just to decide what to do um, first and then um, for those people that um, want to make a commitment to making things better at that point then you go um, into the um, area of counseling and relationship improvement am I, am I having that right you got it perfectly exactly right so so when a couple goes through this discernment counseling process and decides 
yes, we want to choose path three. We want to enter into an all-out effort to save the marriage, and we're committed to that. This is when couples therapy would actually begin. And this would be when I would introduce the Imago process. Well, tell me more, more about that for the, the people that um, you know, are taking... Don't know that strange word. Yeah, for the people who don't know what Imago is or the, the people that are right. saying, okay, well, we choose, we choose the path of uh, trying to keep everything together and make things better. W- what is Imago and, and, and how do they uh, go on this uh, really campaign to, to reconcile and, and make everything better in their relationship? Yeah, so Imago is, is a form of um, couples therapy, but it's very different than traditional couples therapy for a number of reasons. You know, even just starting with the configuration of the room and the seating. You know, in Imago, couples sit facing each other and not the therapist. And, like, so from moment one, it begins to invite them into a different type of connection. Um, you know, I stress to couples on that first day that I'm not the judge and I'm not the jury, and this is not about a he said or she said. And so while it may be important to them that I understand their world, it's even more important to their relationship and their couplehood that they begin to truly understand one another's world. So, you know, the tools we use in the model are many, but at the basic, um, I teach couples to communicate in a dialogical way. And this is really a paradigm shift. You know, this is kind of saying to couples, we're not gonna have a conversation like we typically do, or, or how you've typically done it outside the office, which sometimes sounds like two separate monologues. Yeah. Each one saying how right their positions are and really feeling like they're running around in circles and getting nowhere. And usually after those two monologues, uh, people leave those conversations feeling so alone and disconnected and stuck. But a dialogue is very, very different. And it's, it's more like a visit to one another's world. And for many couples experience a dialogue, it's often the first time they've had the feeling of being truly heard and understood by their partner. And I can tell you, it's an amazing feeling. Um, you know, the learned presencing that Imago teaches, meaning like really teaching you how to be present in your partner's world when they're sharing with you, it offers couples a chance to really begin to feel safety in their space and then ultimately over time reconnect because they feel less polarized in their position. So in essence, I mean, it teaches couples a safe way to communicate about those toxic topics that in the past have caused them to feel so stuck and disconnected. And there's other parts to Imago, you know, one basic being how do you see your partner differently? How can you begin to reframe them um, and see them more about their wounds and how they're kind of showing up in survival mode? Because sometimes the way we see our partners is pretty negative and it's certainly not representative of their essence. So how do we get back to that? And lastly, it teaches couples how to be more conscious and intentional. You know, I tell the couples that I work with um, that I see a model more as like a tattletale on me type of process. Really? <laughs> yeah, because it really invites individuals within the couple to, to look at their own story, their own wounds, their own reactivity, their own agitation. And just discover how their energy, you know, from their childhood, their past life experiences, just plays out in the current relationship. So, um, you know, it's really remarkable to me when couples um, enter this dialogue. It could really all of a sudden connect to their partner as the wounded child. And it's just, it's, there's this tenderness and this intimacy that's created. And it's, it's really, it's 
beautiful. I'm always humbled and honored to be in the presence of those moments because it's raw and it's real and it's seeing two people who really have a foundation of love just kind of ignite that again to, to see each other once again. So it's amazing. Well, I could, I could tell um, for those listening, uh, Dr. Laura and I had, had lunch a, a few weeks back, and I mean, just to see her face light up as she's talking about this stuff, it, it definitely uh, seemed a lot more more passionate about it than the, the typical counselor explaining cognitive behavioral therapy or, or, or something uh, of that nature. Really... <laughs> yeah, because well, I really, really am. And I, you know what I said before is something that I truly believe, that if you can change one couple and how they connect and relate and communicate, you know, their, their children who lived in that polluted space begins to live in a space that is filled with, you know, communication and conflict resolution and love and tenderness and the ripple effect of that, really, it, it's exponential. You know, what can happen when children then learn how to navigate conflict differently and then they choose relationships that are healthier. And so it, the whole process just really just um some people may, may be wondering and i don't know if this was on the, the pre-approved questions beforehand but i mean how long does this usually uh take the imago uh, process to start uh seeing results for the people that are um going to stay committed and, and do the sessions as as often as you recommend you know um it's hard to answer that but i'll answer as best i can you know there are some couples that come into my office in tremendous crisis there might have been uh, affair um, or some real um, addiction, some real um, energetic leaks in the relationship that are so, it can really be catastrophic. So for couples like that, they may be looking at a longer trajectory. Yeah. Um, but, but on average, I mean, a couple within two or three sessions begin to feel something shift. Um, and, uh, you know, it's not a magic pill. I can certainly tell you that. Of course. Momentum to um, 
try to make things better in the relationship. Do, do you have any uh, tips as a, a therapist or uh, maybe a, a little bit of advice, one or two, maybe three things that they could start doing uh, sooner to, to try to make their relationship better if, if they really want to fight for it? You know, I, I would say the word that pops into my mind is curiosity. And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes our partner will accuse us of, uh, you know, of, of hurting us on purpose or maybe very reactive to something we do. And, and our typical stance might be to defend ourselves, you know, to immediately say, well, I didn't do that or I didn't mean to do that. And what happens in those scenarios is it kind of becomes like an offense-defense, an attack, defense. And it, um, it usually leaves people feeling very isolated. So I always tell clients, you know, stay curious. If your partner does or says something that bewilders you, you want to be curious about what's going on in their world. We don't have to defend it because it's not ours. It's their world. And then we may listen for how we may have contributed to their story. But I think there's this real important concept, and it's called the 90-10 rule. Okay. Which means... 10% of the energy I'm feeling about what just happened between us is in the here and now. You did something, I'm reacting. But 90% of the energy associated with that predates this relationship. So what I mean by that is you may do something, and the story I tell myself is you don't care about me. And that may be in the here and now that I'm feeling that, but there may be a core wound that says you don't care about me or I'm not cared for. And and when the couple begin to really do their work, understand their own reactivity, they can begin to understand the wounds that get ignited or um, re-wounded by their partner. So instead of throwing all of that energy over there, they can begin to take some ownership. And the, the person who has kind of done the wounding, so to speak, can begin to know, I did do something, but all of this energy is not just about what I did. Does that make sense? It, it does. I mean, I know it's kind of convoluted, but it's important, and that's why, um, you know, one of the things that I really encourage couples to do is to do this hard work, to look at themselves. That's why it comes back to the tattletale on me, because <laughs> everybody contributes to the dance. Thank you. 
part of my wonderful comparison that this work is hard and can be um, uncomfortable and painful at times. But if you consistently work at it, the connection that you can create can change everything, really. Well, it, it what you're saying makes a lot of sense. It, it makes me feel, you know, happy that there's there's hope for people i mean i i know know there is for anybody who wants to put in the time with most of the relationships that exist out there but i mean with what you're saying especially with you know people sitting down to really assess their situation through uh, the discernment counseling approach which i mean i seem to equate with rational decision making um and then Know, hopefully trying to go through a process I mean really any process is, is better than none but the imago therapy I mean it all sounds like a great way to try to make the whole family unit and generations that come after a, a whole lot better so it's I mean what I'll be doing once we we turn this into a podcast is, is trying to get the people that, that come to see me and are thinking about divorce to at least sit down and listen to this and try to try to follow your suggestions um, so I, you know, I just I want to just add, um, Chris, that um, what I usually share with clients, you know, is that as human beings, we have this tendency to unconsciously choose similar people to be in relationships with over and over again. And I don't mean kind of the same person, I, although that happens too. <laughs> uh, but I mean energetically a very similar type of person. So, you know, we may break up with someone or end our marriage, but tend to get in new relationships where we recreate the same energy and the patterns if, if we are unaware, if we don't allow ourselves to kind of come into awareness. So meaning, like, if we don't get a deepened understanding of ourselves, it's likely we'll leave this relationship and then recreate this function in the next. And, you know, we know that the statistics for relationships surviving second and third marriages are increasingly bleak. You know, therefore, to me, it really behooves to do the work in this current relationship that they have already committed to. You know, and even if they ultimately decide not to stay, they will gain just helpful awarenesses about themselves for future relationships. You know, they may discover why they choose who they choose or the ways in which they contribute to the relationship them, or why they're so easily triggered by certain things or how they use exits and reactive behaviors as a way of protecting themselves. So I, and it's just a kind of another reason why it, it's just worth doing the work. So I, I think, um, bottom line, do, do the work, or at least sit down and really think, think hard about it, and uh, uh, you're going to make, make your life a lot better. Um, so, um, again, yeah. uh, thank you uh, to Dr. Uh, Laura Zippers for, for taking the time uh, to do this. Um, for those of you who uh, uh, missed out on the earlier part. Um, Laura has her practice uh, down in uh, Delray Beach, Florida, um, close to where my office is, or at least a little bit down the way. Um, and maybe, Laura, before we go, if you, if you could just tell everybody a little bit um, more about how to get in touch with you and if you have any other or parts of your, your practice that uh, you think they should know about, um, maybe get that information out if you can. Sure. Um, I would say probably the best way to uh, find out about me or contact me is to first kind of go onto my website, which is just www.drlaurazippers.com. Um, you know, there we'll have my email address, my phone number. I'm certainly happy to answer any questions someone might have via email or phone um, or set up an initial consultation if someone wanted to kind of come and meet with me. And, and also on my um, website, there's a bunch of resources for uh, books they can read on uh, relationships and 
Mago therapy. Um, and one other aspect of my practice I didn't really mention, but I do um, work with children and families. Um, and sometimes that's kind of important for couples who are entering the divorce process and how to navigate that as a family. Um, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I would look forward to uh, hearing from anybody who is interested in finding out more. Well, thank you again, uh, Dr. Laura, for joining us uh, here today, and I think this is going to be useful for a lot of people. More information about StayMarriedFlorida.com, uh, go right to the website, www.StayMarriedFlorida.com. To reach divorce and family law attorney Christopher Bruce, call 561-844-1200 or email him at cbruce at nugentlawfirm.com.